You're listening to the official South Bay Church podcast. For more about us, please visit southbaychurch.us. Scriptures, what Jesus was really all about. 
Because I had gone, gone to school, gone to Sunday school growing up, I got to church, and I had heard the Bible stories, I had this image of Jesus as this kind of benign shepherd, you know, the lambs following him, and his long, loving man, and his peaceful man. But when I encountered the Jesus of the scriptures, I was blown away. It blew away anything, any conception I had of what Jesus was and what he was really all about. And so the resurrection requires you to make a decision about who Jesus really is and, and to decide if his claims about himself are really true. The second implication of the resurrection I want to touch on is that it makes his promise real to us. It makes his promise real to us. In John 11, verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? You know, if you live by believing in Jesus, you will never die. I mean, Jesus' promise is so extraordinary. And an eternity with God, never dying, can be hard to get your mind around. I know that. But many people in Jesus' day did not grasp his promise. And I believe that many people today don't get it either. Because in my experience, Jesus' promise will make no sense to you. And it will, make, it will be of no value to you unless you first understand your position before God. What if going to a better place after you die is not the slam dunk that everybody thinks it is? Because the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that includes me, and that includes you. So set aside any notion that you're basically a good person and that you can somehow earn God's favor, because that cannot happen. God knows the evil that you and I have committed. He knows the evil that we are capable of. And sure, no one's perfect, you say. But here's why sin is such a huge issue. It separates you from God. In Isaiah chapter 59, in the message version of the Bible, it says, Look, listen, God's arm is not amputated. He can still save. God's ears are not stopped up. He can still hear. There's nothing wrong with God. The wrong is in you. Your wrong-headed lives caused the split between you and God. And your sins got between you so that he doesn't hear so in our sinful nature, none of us can stand in the presence of a holy God. Because God cannot be in the presence of sin. And so we face a very bleak eternity indeed without God, unless a Savior appears who can intercede for us with God. A Savior who can take away the wrath that you and I deserve because of our sin. You see, Jesus knows how desperately you and I need God's forgiveness. So Jesus became a man. He left God's side. He became a man. He lived a sinless life. And he allowed himself to take the punishment for your sin and for my sin. And it was an absolutely horrific punishment. Why would Jesus do that, you may ask? Why would he do that for me? Well, simple. He did that because he loves you. He did that because he loves you. And he was flogged mercilessly by the Romans. And as he was being flogged, he saw you. 
And, and nails were hammered through his, his feet and his wrists. And as that happened, he saw you. As he was left hanging on the cross for hours in excruciating pain, he saw you. And as he was separated from the Holy Father because of our sin, he saw you. So to really understand Jesus, it's crucial to take personally what he did for you. Because if you were the only person on earth who had ever sinned, I believe that Jesus still would have done it for you, personally. And when I personally finally made that personal connection, that it was my sin that put Jesus on the cross, he went through all of that for me because he loves me. My view of life and my view of Jesus and my view of my purpose forever changed. When I finally took personal ownership of what happened on the cross. And through his death, Jesus opened a new way for you to be reconciled with God. A way that has nothing to do with your own performance. He gives you the opportunity to be back in God's presence for all eternity. Entirely because of his love and his grace. That, my friends, is the incredible gift we have from Jesus. And Jesus died to save you. He rose from the dead as he promised. And he will also raise you from the dead if you believe in him. The question is, what does it mean to believe? What does it mean to believe? Jesus makes it clear that the Bible is... He says this in the Bible, but belief is much more than an intellectual knowledge. It's much more than just a mental acknowledgement that, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Belief means that you learn everything you possibly can about Jesus through his word, and then you really follow his teachings. You know, said differently, how can you say you believe if you don't know what his teachings are and you don't follow his teachings? You know, in John 12, verse 47, it says, If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For if I did, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life, so whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. But Jesus says that his words come straight from God. So do you know what his words are? You know, if his words are the standard that you and I will be judged by, shouldn't we make every effort to know exactly what he taught? It's all recorded in the Bible. The answers to the final exam have never been more available. You can download another app on your cell phone. But Bible Gateways, take your Bible right on your cell phone. You know, the great 20th century theologian, C.S. Lewis, maybe that's a name you've heard, but C.S. Lewis, great writer, he had a very to be a very compelling statement. He said, and I quote, Christianity, if false, is of no importance. And if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. So how important is Jesus in your life? And do you need to know him better that's certainly what I needed when some man offered to study the Bible with me 20 years ago. I didn't even know that. And that offer stands for you too, because any member of South Bay Church stands ready to study the Bible with you. And 
help you understand what Jesus means to you personally. We would be delighted to go through a series of, of Bible studies with you that will, will help you to understand what Jesus is all about. Because Jesus and his resurrection are of infinite importance. And his resurrection shows that his promise is real. And then the final implication of the resurrection that I'll touch on this morning might seem obvious at first, but I think it's incredibly important to think through what it means for us and to celebrate. If Jesus rose from the dead, that means he is alive. He is alive. He's conquered death. He's alive even as we sit here today. So what does that mean for you, that he's alive? Well, first of all, he's alive to intercede for you. In Hebrews chapter 2, it says, For this reason, Jesus had to be made like him, fully human in every, in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. So Jesus was human. He knows how it feels to suffer. He knows how it feels to be tempted. And the fact that he was alive means that he's ready to intercede for you at this very moment before God. And when you really have faith in Jesus, you know, he's, a, he's a constant presence in your life that will help you if he's alive. He's just not some dead prophet from long ago that has no implication in your life. He's alive, he understands you, he loves you, and he will help you. And the fact that Jesus is alive also means to you that he is coming back. He's coming back. In Matthew 24, Jesus speaks about the future. It says, Matthew 24, Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. Jesus is coming back someday to gather his elect. The people that have faith in him, the people that believe in him. The people of the earth will mourn when they see him coming back, he said, when they behold his power and his glory. But those of us who are waiting for Jesus will rejoice. We will rejoice because when we hear that trumpet sound, we will know that he's coming back to call us and Jesus also said in Matthew 24, So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. Jesus will come back at a time when you're not ready for Him, when you're not expecting Him. So His advice is simply to be ready. Be ready. You can be ready to meet the living Jesus by studying the Bible to know what He really expects from you what he really has done for you. You can be ready to meet the living Jesus by living your life in response to the resurrection and what Jesus has done for you. So as I wrap it up and hand it over to my dear friends Calvin and Elaine Johnson, let's not make this day of Easter exclusively about bunnies and eggs. <laughs> that would be a dreadful mistake for the girls. Get kids, that's okay. But girls, we need to make Easter more than that. Let's remember today that Jesus really is the Son of God. And He is exactly who He said He was. He's the only way to salvation. Let's remember that Jesus' promise is real. You can be forgiven. You can be with God forever. 
And let's remember that Jesus is alive. He stands ready to intercede for you before the Father and to help you in your times of need. And he is coming back. He is coming back. The question is, are you ready? I'm going to hand it over now to Dr. Calvin and Elaine Johnson. They are faithful disciples of Jesus. They are living their lives. They are a great example of people that are living their lives in response to the resurrection and what Jesus has done for them. Calvin and Elaine, I'm not only say this, but they serve tirelessly to help many, many people, both inside our church and outside of our church. And they hold a special place of honor in our church as deacons within South Bay Church. And they're going to share with us today, again, what the resurrection really means to them. And then Calvin will pray for our communion that we'll take together. And then we'll wrap it up with uh, some announcements in the song. So with that, I give you Dr. Calvin and Elaine Johnson. Thanks for listening to the South Bay Church Podcast. For other sermons, videos, upcoming events, and more about our church, please visit southbaychurch.us.